Welcome to Kingdom Mothers Rise Up, where I encourage and equip you to heal your heart and renew your mind so you can live the fully abundant life Jesus promised you. Let's go. It's time to move. Welcome to this episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. I am your host, McCove, and I'm excited to share today some ways that you can spend more time with God, even in the midst of your busy life. So the other day, I I guess there was a Facebook post where somebody asked, like, what's a skill that you wouldn't give up or a habit that you wouldn't give up no matter what, no matter how hard things got? And I wrote, you know, time with God. And she responded back of like, oh, yeah, that's so good. But like, have you ever been in a place in your life where you found that challenging? <laughs> it's like, oh, yes, for sure. There are times when spending time with God has been a challenge. Most of the time, spending time with God was a challenge because I was distracted by all the things I had given myself to do or because I had strange made up ideas of what time with God needed to look like for it to count. Like my first tip for spending more time with God would be to eliminate the expectation of what it has to look like. We don't have relationships with people. When we're building relationships with people, we don't have a checklist of, I need to spend 15 minutes with you every day. I need to read something that you wrote to me for another five minutes. I need to talk to you about these specific people and things that are on my mind for this amount of time. We don't do that. We spend time with people. And if we enjoy them and want to be around them, we spend more time with them. Religion is really good at making rules and checklists. And you need this much time prayer and this much time reading the Bible. And it needs to be this quiet. And it needs to be, it needs to be like the lists just go on and on. But those lists are from people. The list isn't from God. God is a good father who says, I want to spend time with you. So that's the first tip is to just break off that box of what it has to look like to count. If you're intentional of spending time with him, it counts. <laughs> and we also look at if we're wanting to spend time with God, like we spend time with our kids, we spend time with our kids just doing things. Like often the best conversations are in the middle of a project or when you're driving somewhere, you're just doing life, but you're paying attention to who you're with. So you're having conversations, you're building relationship by doing things together was the biggest shift for me was when I learned to have a conversational relationship with God. And what I mean by a conversational relationship is like this relational, when I talk to someone in a conversation, I expect them to talk back to me. It's not a monologue. It's not me talking at them. That's not effective. You know, if you have kids and you slip into that lecture mode where you're just talking at them, it's not effective. Think of when your parents did that to you. It's not effective. So learning to have a conversational relationship with God where I talk to him and I expect him to talk back to me. And yes, that took practice. And so this kind of blends two tips together because one is I was learning it 
But two is I invited my kids in to learn at the same time. And this takes some training and it takes some practice. But we set aside time every day to sit down and say, okay, God, what do you want to tell me today? What do you want to show me today? What do you want to do with me today? We would ask one question and then we would sit quietly until we heard something. And my kids were young and so they heard stuff right away. And, you know, sometimes it was just a simple, I like you. I want to spend time with you. Um, Sometimes they like went on adventures in the mountains and um, sometimes he showed them like spiritual things of giving them different gifts and things. Something else that we did was using our imaginations because God created our imagination. Like he took Abraham out and looked at the stars and said, look at all those stars. You're going to have that many descendants. That takes imagination for a man with no children. Okay. So God is like, imagine this. This is what I'm offering you. Imagine this. We use imagination and I want to get some of these recorded, um, but I haven't yet. But so like one of the ones that we would do is, you know, close our eyes and we're imagining we're walking down a path in the forest and we can feel the sun on our skin. We can hear the birds. We can hear the breeze in our, in the trees. Um, maybe in the distance, we can hear some water running. There's a stream allowing yourself to enter the scene and appreciate the beauty of God's creation and appreciate the peacefulness and those kinds of things. And then we would come to a spot where there's an opening and there's a basket sitting out in the opening, like picnic blanket, you know, the red checkered picnic blanket and a picnic basket. And each one in their imagination, go up and open the basket and see what he had for them that day. And sometimes it was a picnic and we just sat down and ate with him. And sometimes it was suits of armor and crowns and different things. Um, But bringing them into that. So we're all together spending time with the Lord instead of, I need you guys to go away and be quiet so that I can spend time with the Lord. And that quiet time alone with the Lord is super precious. When my kids were little, um, I trained them to stay in their room until we had an alarm clock where the radio would come on for the alarm. And so I had that set for a certain time. They weren't allowed to come out of their room until that alarm went off. And so I could get up and have my quiet time before that alarm went off. That was my time. And with my older kids, that was super easy. With this last one, (laughs) not so much. So um, I'm often getting in quiet time while she plays beside me or while she plays in her room or something. Um, So I do get that it looks different in different seasons. And that quiet time to really listen for yourself, because like I said, my kids would hear really easily. And sometimes I struggled more to hear and like, I need quiet. Um, I need time to get all of my thoughts and stuff out. And I usually do that with a journal. I just sit down and I kind of do a brain dump to God. And again, we're in conversation. He's my friend. He's my father. So I just pour out like, this is all the stuff on my mind. This is all the things I'm thinking about. 
And once I kind of empty that out, then there's more space to listen and to hear. So that's one of the ways that in quiet time, I spend time with him. For making ways to spend more time with him, again, that bring him into your day. You can talk to him all day. You can listen to him talking to you all day. You can, um, like the doodling I've been doing, I'm doing that with him. Like he is talking to me very deeply, usually through that process. Um, I'm being like him. I'm creating. He's a creator. So invite him into, if there's something you like to create, if you're going on a walk, if you're doing the dishes, if you're playing with your kids, just being mindful that he is with you all the time. So turn your focus to that. Where is he? What is he saying in what you're doing? Like, obviously, in that sense, he's with us all the time. We're with him 24-7. We can't have more time with him than that. But we can be more aware of the time that we have with him by tuning into that. And where is he in this? And what is he doing? What does he have for me here? Um, And even in moments of tension and frustration where, you know, the child is having a meltdown again and you wish you could just have one too, pull back and be like, okay, Lord, what do they need right now? I know you're here for me and you're giving me what I need so I can rest in that and have peace in that and make space to see what do you have for me? What do they need right now? And then one more tip I have for spending more time with God that I have done over the years is I started groups with friends um, and sometimes groups with just ladies that I was like, if you're in this place where you need encouragement in your mothering, or this is a Bible study I want to do, who wants to do this with me? And just pulled women together around me. Like, I need this. I need the community. I need the accountability because if I'm leading a group, or even if I'm just showing up to a group, like I don't want to show up unprepared. I don't want to show up and be like, I didn't spend any time with God this week. (laughs) I don't know what he's telling me. Um, Sometimes I had to, which is good for me as well, but I didn't want to. So that accountability of, yes, I want to press in either because I'm leading and I want to know what you want to speak through me to these women, or just because I'm, I'm part of this and I want to honor that they're pouring into me as well. Um, So having that accountability can really help to spend more time with God, not of like, I have to get that Bible study done, but no, I want to, and I don't want to let this group down. So I'm going to make time to do this. And I can make time while my kids sit and draw beside me or um, while they play quietly with their Legos or while they go outside or whatever. And some of those things do take training of adjusting to your kids to this is what you're doing right now. I am not available unless someone is bleeding. <laughs> you know, this is what, and it, it takes some practice and some training. You maybe start with five minutes and train them and train you to like, we can, we can do this. We can learn to connect with the Lord in whatever we're doing. And we can learn to set aside and honor particular times that we want to be more focused. Just like you set aside 
you know, hopefully date time with your husbands and maybe date times with your kids of this is one-on-one time where I'm specifically focusing on you. Um, and since God is with us all the time, we can do that so much more often. If we take off the box of it has to look like this and I need an hour or it doesn't count or I need perfect silence or um, whatever. So those are some ways that in my mothering in my life, I have made more time with God, more time listening and connecting because he's always there and always listening to us. He's also always speaking when we learn to listen. And if you want to learn more about listening, my Transformational Quiet Times course very simply and quickly walks you through that and gives you exercises to practice. Um, There are some of the imagination exercises in that course. Um, And engaging your imagination is engaging your spirit. So in that place, it's easier to hear than if you're trying to think of what God's saying. Because we're not thinking of what God's saying. We're actually listening for what he's saying. And he can speak through those pictures, those emotions, actual words, like so many different ways. And engaging your emotions, engaging that appreciation and imagination makes it much easier to hear him. Share this episode with your friends if it was encouraging. Leave me a review. And you can always come and join us in the community. Just hope you have an amazing week and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up podcast. I'm blessed to have you here. If you'd like to continue the conversation, you can join us in the Kingdom Mothers Rise Up Facebook community. When you're ready for more support, I have the Heart Doodling with Jesus monthly membership, periodic group coaching, and one-on-one personalized coaching as well. Thank you so much for being here and we'll see you next time.